On this episode of Row Creators, I have Ella Jane Dancer from Harvest Group to talk about culture building and how to do that through marketing. Really excited about this. Yeah. Let's do it. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go Rogue X. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Row Creators. My name is Brian Fitt, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey, Lauren. We've got an amazing guest we with do. us today. If you're watching on screen, we have Ella Jane from Harvest Group. Hey, guys. Hey, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they really pass it over to you. There. It's We're, fine. Yeah. I just jumped in. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be chatting with her about... Uh, well, on our Rogue Creators podcast, we talk about people who are doing awesome things and different things. And Harvest Group, we've been big fans of the Harvest Group for a long time. And we love what you guys are doing with culture and building that through content and all the things that you're doing. So I'm excited to dive into that. Yeah. Got a lot of questions for you. So we're very excited to, awesome. to get into that. I'm excited to be here. But before we do, we like to start off with something fun. We do. Isn't that right, Lauren? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we like to start our episodes off with what are you obsessed with this week? So starting with our guest, Ella Jane, what are you obsessed with? this week? So this is an easy one for me this week. I, I started this new drawing class. I like to do some doodles on the side and yeah. the illustrator that's teaching it is amazing. And so truly I am obsessed with her right now. Her name is Sarah Van Dogen and she's from the Netherlands and her illustrations are just super colorful and whimsical and just incredible. So Nice. Obsessed. For That's sure. awesome. Well, <laughs> That's really seen, cool. Seen some of your your doodles because oh. you have a, you have a separate Instagram account. Correct? I do. Yeah. yeah. Oh them. wow! I'm so yeah. honored and surprised <laughs> by that. Thank you. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Lauren. What about you? Um, I we talk about a lot of shows on here, and we started my husband and I started a new one, Only Murders in the Building, and so good. Love it. It is so good and so interesting. Um. It's really cool when a show can do a mystery in not such a, I just feel like we've watched a lot of dark mystery shows recently. Yeah. So a little bit more lighthearted, but still has like more like the true mysteries, like more about what's the characters rather than like the actual mystery. So totally recommend it. It's really, really good. Yeah. Well, Steve Martin and Martin I Short, mean, I mean, those guys together, yeah. it's going to be fantastic. And Selena Gomez. Oh yeah. I mean, sorry, <laughs> That's Selena. That's a surprising I'm third cast member. It, is, a, it yeah. is really surprising. Uh, I think her performance compared to the others, sometimes I'm like, what's yeah. happening here? But yeah. It's okay. Cool. True. True. All right. So this week I am obsessed with live concerts. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the deal. Okay. So uh, I took my dad to see Eric Clapton in Dallas, mm -hmm. which was fantastic. It was like big bucket list thing. I'm seeing Earth, Wind & Fire tomorrow night, wow. which I'm very excited about. <laughs> Nobody else. Yeah, everybody's like, wow, right? that's good. That's good. A bunch of 80-year-old men. So basically, I'm going to go see every 80-year-old musician that I can. Okay. Because who knows how long they'll be around. I, I say that. Morbid, or, but true. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that same, same thing with my dad. I was like, you know, I want to share this with him. So it's like, I'm just, if I can, I'm getting some looks. If I can, uh, if I can take the time to actually, if somebody's coming close to us, I'm like, you know what? I don't mind, you know, putting it in the budget and trying to make it happen. Right. Yeah. So, awesome. There's a lot of these old bands that you're not going to get to see. So I'm very excited. about. You can it. also see like 
current bands too. I am. <laughs> well, maybe. So I'm into metal as well. And so we're supposed to, Gerard and I are going to go to Dallas and see August Burns Red. Oh. Oh, yeah. Classic. Oh, Taylor would be very excited about that. I love August Burns Red. So can I share a story real quick? Very quickly. Okay, sorry. All right. (laughs) So uh, August Burns Red was playing uh, with uh, Project 86 at the Music Hall back in like 2006. And I went to uh, Burger King afterwards, me and my buddy, and August Burns Red was there and we just hung out with them before they were big. They like opened for another band. And so anyway. That was August epic friend. at the time, I bet. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. See, thank you. She appreciates it. I feel like friend of the show. I mean. Yeah, you know, Jake. Hold on. So we're going to tag them so that way they'll know that we talked about them on the podcast. But I'm really excited. Hopefully I do get to go see them because they are phenomenal in concert. Anyway. All right. We're good. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. Live shows. Live, what an hey, it is. It is. It's about memories, Lauren. I'm obsessed with spending time with people I care about, seeing the bands I love. Anyway. Can't argue with that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all the all the head shaking is going on. So now we're going to transition because we are really excited to talk about. Really, I mean, uh, uh, like we t- I said before, big fans of Harvest Group. Um, it's really strange to me because as I've like gone to college with several people, all of a sudden it's like, oh, they're working at Harvest Group. Oh. Harvest Group is yeah. hiring. Oh, there's more. I always see like. There's more. There, it <laughs> there's really more is. It's them. really cool to see. There's more. <laughs> but it's really cool to see a, a company just growing. Mm-hmm. And then you guys are very much uh, outspoken about your culture. And you, I mean, for me, I'm like, if I'm going to go, you know, to work at another company, it would be Harvest Group. I would probably try to uh, apply there. But I, you know, I own my own business. And so that leaving these <laughs> guys. It's backup. It is. <laughs> if we all go down. He's coming over to we, We're having him on the show, so this is basically an interview that um, I can do. No, uh, but it is one of those things of seeing like quality people that I I admire go to work there. I'm like, oh, this is a great company to work for, and just knowing um, just the reputation you guys have, and so it's very interesting from a, that that size of a company that you have being able to really talk about your culture the way you guys do. And you have great content. You have, it seems like the videos and stuff you guys are producing um, are just really, really great. And so anyway, as for our audience, a lot of them are trying to do that as well and creating that for their company. And so um, that's why we wanted to have you on the show today. Yeah. So, but yeah, tell us a little bit about you, about, you know, your position and then, you know, how you got there. Yeah, for sure. So a little bit about me. I'm from Atlanta originally and um, went to school in New York at a little um, liberal arts school in Manhattan. That's where I met my husband, which is how he's from Arkansas, which is how I'm here. Oh, I okay. hadn't really heard of it whenever he first said, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm from Arkansas, but I love it so much. Um, love, love being here now. And yeah, as far as um, my career, I started out at a super small marketing agency in Fayetteville um, as a kind of junior account manager and then account manager for helping small businesses. And man, I think we could all kind of look back and say thank you to our first boss who hired us. Like, why did he hire me? I have no clue. (laughs) (laughs) Super thankful for that first opportunity kind of coming in with a liberal arts degree where there was a bit of a question mark, you know, (laughs) Um, I had such an awesome education and loved my school so much, but I did kind of, you know, it's it's just a little bit less direct of a career path coming in. Um, And so I'm, yeah, again, super thankful. I was kind of basically looking for anything in the creative field at all I would have been excited about. And so um, starting there was awesome. And then went to work at an influencer marketing um, agency in Rogers. And that was a great experience. Learned so much there. It was more on the content side of things there versus the client um, side, which 
I kind of concluded that I'm just too much of a people pleaser to do client stuff. I just, it was just excruciating for me. And so I love being on more of the backend strategy side. Um, And so that was kind of a natural progression into my time at Harvest Group where, yeah, Ross and team had just kind of decided to start looking into growing or to starting a marketing department. And so I'm super thankful for the opportunity to um, start there because I felt very much the same way as you did, Brian, where I was like, how can I, how can I work at Harvest Group? Like, just let me in somewhere. (laughs) And so it was a dream to get to actually work there in my field. And, um, it's been awesome ever since. So that's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So tell us a little, a little bit about Harvest Group and what, what you guys do. Yeah. So we help, um, companies with their business at at Walmart, Sam's Club, Kroger, and now Target. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we expanded there, um, this past year, which has been awesome. And really, we manage kind of the ins and outs day to day of their business. Um, And we recently started doing um, some ad stuff for them. We do their digital online content, all the things. So we're really a full service, um, not really agency still kind of struggle with, we, we call it an <laughs> omni-channel growth agency at the moment, but we're, we're kind of trying to avoid that word broker, which has some um, negative connotations. But um, if you were literally translating what we do, you could, you could say that, but yeah, so that's what we do. Um, and it's been awesome um, just to see, we have some incredible clients. I think that's what really makes everybody at Harvest excited is getting to take a brand that we love and believe in and, and um, help their business grow at the retailer. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and, and seeing also, I mean, getting to know Harvest just through content that's posted, you guys are like, Hey, this is what you need to take away from, you know, I recently was like Kroger's announcements of Instacart and all that stuff. It's like, even me as the lame person, like being able to say, Oh, I can actually understand what's going on, especially in the CPG world. We're here in Bentonville, like home of Walmart. Like there's so much focus and there's so many uh, vendors around that. I know that a lot of businesses can kind of get lost in that of like, how do you actually help people and serve and get them on the shelves or help them promote their product or whatever that is. And so, um, it's really cool to see what you guys are doing. So, um, Lauren, we actually had found some several awards that you guys have won yeah. uh, at the Harvest yeah. Group. So do you want to read through some of those? Because they're awesome. Yeah. They're so it was cool to see that some of the awards you guys have done is Entrepreneur Magazine's 2018 Top Company Culture, um, Forbes 2019 Small Giant, and Inc.'s Best Workplace of 2020. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. Yeah. I mean, it really is. That's pretty awesome. And and it doesn't, again, it doesn't feel like you guys are are faking that it feels like it just kind of happens and, and, and through it, you being able to see it through the content is pretty awesome as well. So yeah. Thanks guys. Yeah. yeah. So we found a quote from Harvest Group and <laughs> <laughs> um, is quoted as having culture at the heart of everything we do. We prioritize our values in every area of our business and our people relationships, processes, and ultimately how we serve our clients. So tell us a little bit, what does that look like day in and day out? Yeah. Oh man. I think That's an awesome question. I feel like with Harvest, I always kind of joke that I had the easiest job because I got to come into a company that was already thriving and had an awesome culture and then just kind of tell the story and bring it to life. So that that culture. Yeah. I mean, without getting on too much of a fangirl soapbox with (laughs) Harvest, but um, it's it really is the the company was founded on values. I know that's kind of an overuse like, yeah, every company has values. Um, But I think Harvest and the founders really were intentional about the values that they chose and carrying those forward. And 15 years later, we're still talking about those same values and we just have practical ways that they bring them to life in the day-to-day of the company, um, which is awesome. And so I think what's cool about um, the culture at Harvest is it 
it really does feel like a place that people can kind of feel at home. And it was just incredible for me kind of starting out, I think, um, to have that work work family. And I think it's it's not only just about the way that we relate to each other, but also about the way that we serve our clients. Um, our clients often comment on our culture and how, you know, you want to work with somebody who you like. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. um, that for me, that's part of the reason to bring the culture to life in our marketing, because I think mm. it's important not only to attract new and great talent, but also to um, kind of show our clients who we are and in the hopes that that means something to them. Yeah. And I, I love that. And I kind of go back to even like, I'm a big Gary Vee fan or have been in the past years, but he t- he talks about like documenting, not creating. And I think that you've done mm. that through a lot. It's like, I'm just, I'm telling you said that I'm telling the story of our culture. And so uh, rather than like, Hey, we need to make a, a social yeah. media post. What can we do? And right. what can we come up with? It's like, I'm just going to document what we're doing and we're just already doing it. And so I'm going right. to tell that story. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So we see you have like a ton of experience in social media. And so how does social media and a healthy company culture interact authentically? Like that's always such a difficult thing of you do need to have like a social media strategy, Mm -hmm. right? You can't just like throw things (laughs) out there, but really want to authentically capture true culture without it being like, this was clearly set up and posed. (laughs) Nobody wants that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's a great question. I think... So I guess one one aspect of that would be as far as our content goes, um, our team really tries to think about how do we actually add va- add value yeah, to it. Like yeah. you were saying, um, really trying not to just create something to post it, um, to hit that daily marker, but to really add value to our clients because we're all on information overload all the time. And if I'm scrolling through LinkedIn, I want to be actually learning something. Or if I'm not learning something applicable about my business. I'm learning something about Harvest Group that's interesting and personal and tells about who they are. So I think what I love about getting to kind of bring the culture to life is, like you said, the documenting and the authenticity, again, overused word, but truly um, your social media presence, I think, should reflect who you are and, and not be creating who you are. Like we're not creating a voice for Harvest. Harvest has a voice and we're getting to just bring it to life. Um, and I think something kind of, you know, each business is different. I've, my experience in, um, more consumer marketing is we're like on Instagram and Pinterest much more than on LinkedIn. Yeah. I spend so much time on LinkedIn. Yeah. I would have never guessed. Yay. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> no, it is. It's an, it's an awesome platform for businesses, yeah, um, absolutely. especially in our space and, and y'all space. Yeah. yeah. I would think too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think LinkedIn gives you and, and other social media platforms for businesses like us who, maybe could focus all of their efforts. Um, I don't know, maybe just in the website, the social media presence gives you a chance to kind of get to know who they are and their personality a little bit more yeah, than yeah. those other venues. So I think really pushing towards a more authentic presence, even on Instagram, where I came from a world of curated photography feeds yeah, and just kind yeah. of leaning into like, who are our people? Let's let them come to life. And what mm. is our heart as a company? So that that's been that's been kind of a neat opportunity. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I, for us, we actually, you know, we're um, almost three years old, and and we have really started diving into uh, what culture looks like around here. Yeah. How do we create that? How do we show that as well? Yeah. And so we actually have just gone through our core values, and we brought the team together, and we really try to figure out exactly what we want to stand for, what we actually want to be, what we yeah. want to represent. Um, as more or less guidelines, right? You look right. at those core values as like, we aspire to be this. 
and how can it help us guide our decision making every single day? And so um, it's really cool to see that. I mean, 15 years ago, them putting that into play and you guys still kind of following through with that. I mean, that is a it's encouraging for us to yeah, right as a young company to kind of see that and and see our future in that. So that's awesome. Um, that's cool. Yeah. They all just went through that work. Yeah. Was it fun? <laughs> it was. Well, I say it was. <laughs> We got some of the team in here. Was it fun? Yeah. It was good. I think it was just, you know, it's a it's a challenge when you've got these big lengthy statements and you're trying to kind of shorten them totally. down and actually, you know, get feedback from others about like what's actually important and would you stand by this? Because yeah. I think that's a really good question of like rather than just being some dinky statement on the wall, totally. but it's actually something that you care about and mm-hmm. it means something to you. And so that's kind of what we're trying to is whittle out this stuff or some of the things that are just obvious, like one of the things we talked about, we don't need integrity on our culture values. We won't hire you if you don't have integrity. Yeah. <laughs> you should, shouldn't be here if you don't have integrity. That's a given. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about what's a given and then what's to be something that we instill in our new hires. And so that's cool. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Actually, I think I got called on it today. It was like, like Abigail said, I was having a problem and she's like, we solve for our problem. We, we try to, we, we solve for yes. It's like, oh, oh yeah, we do. Yeah. Okay. That's good. So, um, but that is, that is really cool. And again, we, we have tried to do that and even taking some inspiration from you guys and from other companies of like, how do we show our culture and what we're about? Yeah. Again, like that, that all that shows for recruiting, but also for, Hey, what's it like to work with us? Totally. And there, there have been people even just uh, on LinkedIn of people say, oh, I love what you guys are doing. We hadn't reached out or anything. They just see our content, right. which is what we're all about. If you're putting out good content, you should be attracting the right clients as well. And so um, I love to see that you guys are doing that. So. Yeah, totally agree. So we know that you also, um, we love to highlight creators. And what's really cool is that Fangirl Abigail told us a lot yeah. about <laughs> some of your talents <laughs> um, outside of the office. But how do you continue, especially within like social media, to keep creating, bringing in your own flair um, so that it actually feels like, hey, this is something I want to keep doing? Because it's very easy to plan out maybe a month's worth of content Mm. and everything like that. And but then after a while, it just kind of starts to feel like I got to do this again. I got to repeat. So how do you bring in some of your own personal experience, some of your own artistry, some of your own creativity into marketing? Yeah, I think... For Harvest Group right now, a lot of, uh, yeah, kind of, again, coming in with this more um, consumer background and Mm -hmm. then having the more creative, I'm like, I don't feel deserving of that word. (laughs) Like that more, yeah, I love to draw. I love art. Mm -hmm. um, Interacting with those kind of um, resources and then getting to bring that to a B2B space that was like a little bit more um, corporate, I would say just a little bit. (laughs) That was really fun. And I felt so trusted by my team to kind of take that new direction with Harvest Group. And we were able to rebrand about a year ago. Um, So that was just like such a privilege to get to take, again, something that was very established and awesome, but then give it kind of a fresh, new, creative um, take that I think really resonates in the market now. So I think, yeah, getting to use that inspiration from that background was awesome because I was coming in without, um, yeah, without B2B marketing experience and the fact that they trusted me to, to bring that, um, type of energy and, and apply it to our space was, was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When I, I remember seeing that change that you guys did last year, because I started seeing more content, uh, come out and I was like, Oh, Oh, they're like, actually doing this, not, not that you guys weren't doing it well before, but it wasn't noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a noticeable change in yeah. the design and the presentation of the content. Yeah, for and sure. so, um, yeah, what was, so 
talk to us kind of about that moment. You're you're in those meetings. You're you're talking through. You're kind of getting the uh, these ideas. What was it like to kind of launch that new rebrand or that new idea of content? Yeah. Oh my gosh, it was such a wild ride. I at the so I was. Um, super pregnant at the time that we were um, (laughs) finalizing. We worked with an awesome agency and my boss at the time had great creative vision. And we were both um, kind of on the final like days of deciding on our final logo concept. We'd done all of this great story work and all these things. And I ended up going to labor. It was, it was undecided (laughs) when I went into labor and I will never forget my boss. Like he texts me, I was literally still at the hospital, you know, however many hours after my son had been born and he was like, is it going to stress you out or make you feel really glad to see like these final concepts that came through? I'm like, yes, please. Oh my gosh. It's going to make me feel so happy. So he sent over the final concepts and that was just an awesome moment. And so we ended up kind of putting it on hold for launching um, until I came back after maternity leave. So I could um, kind of manage that um, hitting the market. And so I was so ready when I came back, like the work had been done. It was ready. And I, you know, I super enjoyed my time at home, but I was ready to bring it to life because it kind of, you know, it was kind of sitting on the shelf and I was just super excited. Um, so yeah, that was an awesome um, moment that I feel really blessed that Harvest entrusted me and my my team to manage. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and you, you kind of hit on this before, but, and I want to bring this to light because I hear this so much, but you talked about, you know, I didn't feel like I deserved the position or something like that, more of the imposter syndrome. And we yeah. hear that so much, especially when you're creating videos or doing podcasts. Yeah. A lot of our clients are like, I'm not a podcaster. I don't know. I feel like I shouldn't be in this world or totally. I shouldn't be creating these videos or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, you get that opportunity, right. To jump into it. And, you know, how do you, how do you kind of like, I, I don't know, I, I, for us, I've always said, we just say yes. And we kind of figure it out. Like, Hey, can you guys do that? Sure. Yeah. Like, All right, let's figure this out. You're yeah, like, I know how to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We can, we can, we could definitely figure it out. But it, it is that mentality of like, how do you get over that? Of like, you know, I feel like I, I'm not qualified necessarily. And yeah. I know you didn't say that, but it's like, how do you get over that for for a lot of our listeners out there? Yeah. Oh man, that's a great. Sorry, um, that's a pretty. It's deep a vulnerable question, question yeah. but I think it's an awesome question because I would imagine a lot of people feel the same way. Um, I think for me, I was lucky to have people that treated me as if I did know what I was doing. And, um, that instilled a lot of confidence in me to act in that. And so I, to anybody out there whose boss is like questioning them, maybe my answer isn't as, um, helpful, but I think really just having the learner mentality and having the vulnerability to, you know, both act in confidence, but also ask questions. Like I was coming into do marketing for a company that was, um, in retail. And I, I didn't know that much about retail. And so literally on my first day, I sat down, somebody at Harvest and was like, can you tell me what these 15 terms I've heard today mean? I genuinely don't know. Yeah. And so just having that vulnerability to be able to learn and lean into the discomfort of like, I'm not going to come in with this perfectly buttoned up marketing plan. I need some time to get my feet under me. It really probably took me five months or more to really understand what Harvest Group was doing, what our story was. And I think just giving yourself that grace, um, going after it though, you can't just <laughs> sit back and yeah. be like, let's just wait for it to sink in. Um, but going after it and then giving yourself the grace to really learn before you um, feel like you have to kind of act as if. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Ah, that was so good. There's our quote. Make sure you grab that. Um, no, but that, that's fantastic because again, it is the 
the vulnerability of like, hey, explain this to me, obviously gets the buy-in from the team. It's like, oh, she's not going to come in and, and change a bunch of stuff and tell us we're doing everything wrong. But it's like, no, 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 let me adapt to your cult. What, what sure. is happening right now? I don't know what these things are, but that doesn't make me less valuable to the team because I don't know your language or whatever. Um, you know, 15 years in the corporate world, uh, the, all the acronyms that we had to learn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is very much, it's so, yeah, <laughs> so much. And so coming out of that, like there are a lot of terms, even myself and, and, you know, starting this business, it's like, I just refer to a lot of things that like, I'm just used to. Right. And most of the team and we're like, well, we don't know what those mean. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta come out of that mindset. Right. Yeah. And, and understand that, that they don't have the same perspective that mm-hmm. I do, you know? And, totally. and, but there's so many things that I don't know either. Like, Jacob is a phenomenal audio engineer for us. And he's, he comes in, like, I know the basics. Like I started this company with it. And yeah. then he just comes in with all these terms. I'm like, what the world is he talking about? Yeah. I'm like, dude, you guys slow down for me. Like dumb it down for me. But yeah. I love to see that, right? If we can say, hey, I don't know exactly what you're talking about. So help me, you know, understand. And so that way we can accomplish whatever we're doing together. So totally. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Well, stepping into your role as senior marketing manager, what are some initiatives, changes, or things you get excited about with Harvest Group going forward? Yeah, I think um, I'm really excited just about the growth that we've experienced in the past year. And yeah, getting to take Harvest Group to a new market and Minneapolis serving Target. It's been super exciting just as a company getting to serve our clients at a new retailer. We're so excited about that. And then for me, it was a fun challenge to get to market and bring the Harvest Group name and story to a totally um, new audience. So that is exciting. And I see more growth in our future along this line. So I'm, I'm super pumped about just the expansion and, and growth and getting to, yeah, just continue to tell our story. And you guys did that. I mean, recently through content of like showing who your target team was. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. You kind of even get to know them a little bit by just seeing personal photos of yeah. these people rather than just like all buttoned up in their suit and tie. And, yeah. You know, like you're like, oh, they have a family and oh, they Definitely. enjoy these. It was like, yeah. it, but that connection though, that yeah. makes that's why we always push video and video contents. Like your audience needs a connection. All of a sudden I was connected to these people. I don't know. Right. You know what I'm like? Oh, they seem like real people, yeah. you know, and they're obviously doing really cool things with Target. And it's like, this is your Target team. So if, if I'm coming in, I'm like, oh, I can now relate with this person. And you talk about like wanting to yeah. do business now with them, you know, that, right. I think that's, that's huge. I agree. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's definitely, I think kind of, yeah, an open space in our, in our um, market is, yeah, bringing some personality and, and just, yeah, a little bit more intimacy to understanding who you're working with. So definitely, definitely resonate yeah. with that. So how much, how much content do you share uh, you can maybe just percentage or, or even like content strategy, but like how much are you sharing about your company, you know, the culture about education, or then also you guys share other things where it's like, Oh, our, our client was on a podcast. I saw that post. Yeah. And it was like, it had nothing to do with you guys, but it was like your client was featured somewhere else. And you're like, you're sharing that content. So what is kind of the strategy with, you know, mixing that up? Yeah. Um, we definitely, we, so I think, I'm, I'm always kind of the leadership team is always, you know, I'm pushing marketing um, yeah. <laughs> storylines and they're like, Hey, our, our business is all about our clients. And I, yeah. I love being grounded in that. And so we, we really love to celebrate and highlight our clients because they really are the heroes. I'm not just saying that they are the heroes of the harvest group story. That is how, that's how I have a job. That's how yeah. we all <laughs> at harvest group have a job is them entrusting their business to us. So we love highlighting our clients and then, um, our culture. 
I think what kind of something I've learned maybe um, is our culture really, it, it performs well because I think people relate and it's a nice mm-hmm. break from, um, yeah, just what can kind of be sometimes the monotony of a LinkedIn scroll through just so many services posts and things like that. So I do love to lean into that um, and just get to connect with people, like you said. And then as far as um, our kind of more business related content, again, my, my slant is always like, how can I add value through this? And so um, we try to lean more towards like different guides or our perspective on yeah. retail news or things like that, just to really try and provide value to our audience if they're going to invest the time to be looking at our content. So um, maybe not an exact percentage breakdown, but it is, I'd say pretty kind of split between those categories. And mm-hmm. then we also try and split to hit all of the retailers that we serve just to make sure that um, we're putting our voice out there in each of those markets consistently. Yeah, no, I love that. Well, again, I've gotten to know and learn things, even though it's not my industry, uh, just through the content that you guys yeah. are sharing. And so um, I think I think that's very valuable for you know, even our listeners out there that if you are engaging on social media, maybe follow other companies that aren't necessarily in your vertical. Totally. Right? Oh <laughs> because my gosh, you can yeah. learn so much through that. That is so what I have done. Yeah. I learned so much from companies that are in other areas that are just doing content really well or doing marketing really well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. agree. That's awesome. Well, and I always joke, I mean, LinkedIn is kind of is two years behind Instagram. So what you see on Instagram <laughs> now is what the kind of content you're going to see on LinkedIn yeah, in two yeah. years. And so you're kind of getting the feel for that. You're like, oh, okay, we can take this. We can kind of shape that content and stuff. And so, uh, but yeah, it's it's always fun in yeah. the marketing space to figure those things out. So yeah. sorry, Lauren, I just, mm-hmm. I ran over all your questions. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> all right, bring us home, Lauren. Oh, oh that's it. That oh, was yeah. the last question, <laughs> then you went on. I did. <laughs> Well, I just, I, again, I'm, we were, I loved having you on the show today. And obviously yeah. as um, part of the the Harvest family, and again, we're, we're connected with you guys and appreciate what you're doing. And so, um, and, and obviously for our listeners out there and our, our viewers, um, we want to make sure that um, this type of content, having guests like you on the show is bringing value to them too. Again, of totally. being able to see yeah. inside. Um, thanks for, you know, taking us kind of behind the scenes of what you're doing and hopefully that'll be helpful for, for everybody out there. So yeah. thank you again. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on guys. So for our listeners, where can they find more information about Harvest Group? And then if they're interested in some, maybe if you're what you called doodles, yeah. where can they also oh find gosh, you? Instagram. I can't believe y'all are going to let me plug this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 200 followers. <laughs> I'm, uh, so we'll get you 201. Yes. Yeah. Well, at least that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> um, so... Harvest Group, I'd say follow us on LinkedIn. That's mm-hmm. going to be um, your best source for keeping up with us. And then we also have a website, www.harvestgroup.com. What Woo! a shocker. <laughs> um, and then as far as my stuff, you can find me at Ella Jane Illustrations on Instagram. This will be a good inspiration for me to like keep posting myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will it. be looking now. That's They're right. paying attention. So got to bring it. Uh, love that. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, anything we talked about today, we'll actually have linked on our blog and you can go to rogecreators.club to see all of the information there and anything we talk about, the tags and our obsessions as well, that will be there. Awesome. We'll make sure. So, uh, until next time, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Jacob, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready for rapid, rapid fire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do this. All right, question number one. What can instantly make your day better? Um, 
okay, on a work day, probably my daycare will send like a picture of my son just like eating a snack or bouncing a ball or something and instant daymaker for sure. (laughs) Yes. That is very true. So that should be mine because I, I love video. Oh, no. But no, no, no. Hey, for the record, you do always show us like, oh, here's a picture of Phil. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. sealed again. Um, yeah. <laughs> but the one I was actually thinking about was sushi. <laughs> oh, also well, very yeah, that, is, that is true. Really makes my day. That is true. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down the kid route too. Okay. So when I get home from work. And so we have three littles, two five-year-olds and a six-year-old. And when they scream, daddy, like they just, and they all get up and run, like no matter like, oh, yeah. what happened that day, that's the moment I'm like, okay, this is cool. Yeah. It's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> and also coffee. That's yeah. I was, I was really resisting the urge. <laughs> yeah. that. I just figured everybody was like, yeah. 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 So. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Question number two, you wake up stuck in a movie. What is it? And who are you? Oh man. Okay. That's heavy. I have to go with a Wes Anderson movie because they are my only loves. Um, I have to pick Steve Zissou from The Life Aquatic. Oh, wow. Wow. We have some Picture me in a red beanie. (laughs) I love him so much. (laughs) That's good. Go ahead, Lauren. No, these are the worst (laughs) questions for me because I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. I'll think about it. You go. Okay. So, I mean, my immediate one is Neo because I'm like oh in the gosh. Matrix. I'm like plugged in and I'm like, well, I just saw the Matrix new, the new trailer. So I'm very excited oh, about yeah. that. But yeah. Oh, that's big. I know. Um, yeah. So that's, I'm immediately just a drone. That's <laughs> so sad. That's so sad. I can say I'm hot. I get hot rod. I'm just a rod. Oh my gosh. I'm Great Kevin. Choice. I'm trying to create awesome videos and just getting... No love. Poor Kevin. I want you to be his, uh, Rod's dad. Right? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Is that what it is? Frank. I think it's I'm going to get you better. I'm going to beat you to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. Sorry. We're fans of Life Aquatic. Uh, Rod as well, obviously. Um, Honestly, right. same. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know why my mind is going here, but... <laughs> Go. Whatever's the first thought, Lauren. Okay. I really, really love Emily Blunt. And some of the movies that she's in. So I think of Mary Poppins. That's who. No. no. Okay. Never. <laughs> uh, either A Quiet Place because she's such a bad A mom. Mm, or in yeah. an, an, what is the, I can't remember. It's like its slogans live, die, repeat. But it's the one with Tom Cruise mm. where they're like stuck repeat, in this repeat. Oh, and yeah. she's a total bad hand that one too. And I'm like, goals. <laughs> she is awesome. I can take down aliens. She so. was a Mario too as like the FBI agent. Like oh, she's super. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's good. Hey, that was good, Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> All right, we're out. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.